All right, Dustin Crumb, man, how you doing today? Good, good. Just you know, kind of just been enjoying the summer, trying to work with the guys and get ready for the season. Yeah, you know, one of the things I was really interested to ask you, you know, how challenging was last year with everything going on with COVID compared to normal season, and how different is it from last year to this season in terms of travel routines, you know, overall everyday life, just practice in general. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, honestly, it's just been really nice to get back to normal and kind of just know what's going on, to be honest. Um, especially last year with the MAC, we were kind of one of the only conferences that ended up kind of canceling and then coming back and even kind of knowing if we were going to have a season and just trying to, I guess, keep all the guys like mentally locked in and ready for if we were going to play and all that it was definitely, definitely really challenging. I mean, especially for guys that live far away, trying to figure out if they should be at school or at home or what was going on. I mean, there was just kind of a lot to figure out. So just to kind of, be able to have a normal year with the guys and be able to kind of just be around each other and build that camaraderie a little bit, like a normal season has been a lot of fun. Yeah, for sure. I think uh, you guys played all four games in November, I believe, you know, how, how is it just, you know, you strictly played your entire season in one month, you know, did that really, and you had to stay in your dorms, I'm pretty sure because you couldn't risk getting COVID and then getting thrown out of games and stuff, you know, so how difficult was it, you know, not lose your sanity really while also trying to stay focused for the football games you got coming up? Yeah. So, I mean, definitely, Definitely was different. I mean, everyone kind of – we really only hung out with each other. I mean, we kind of tried to limit as much as we could, kind of contacting, I guess, other people. And we – honestly, I think we, as a team, we did a really good job of that. We only had – we only had a couple cases and then played our – ended up playing when we played Buffalo that last – our last game, we went on that trip and came back and kind of just blew up. We had a ton of cases after that trip. So, I don't know where it kind of – where it came from, I guess, but kind of – we were supposed to play six games, so kind of having it cut short there at the last two kind of sucked. And then obviously uh, losing to Buffalo there and kind of having to just have that taste in your mouth and end on a loss like that kind of kind of sucked, like I said. But kind of like I said, just happy to be back to a little bit of a more normal routine now. Yeah, you know, despite playing just four games, you guys laid the nation of scoring offense. I'm pretty sure you knew that, almost 50 a game. You know, yeah. right behind you guys was Alabama at 48 and a half. They played nine more games than you guys. Did you ever get a chance to, you know, are you just a football player? Do you watch football and get to tune in to everybody else that's going on? Like just a general appreciation for the game? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I would say I'm a junkie for sure. I watched probably almost every single one of Bama's games last year. Some of the things they did offensively were really, 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 really good. And I mean, we honestly probably we do a lot of similar stuff, I would say, concept wise and the way we kind of scheme up and try to take advantage of matchups and stuff. So it was cool kind of to see, I guess, some of the stuff we run kind of run by a little bit of everybody. Yeah, Roddy, you like, go ahead. Yeah, uh, Dustin, one of the things that I wanted to talk about was, uh, you know, obviously last year you guys only got to play four games. And like you mentioned, the Mac was, wasn't really clear on what they were going to do with the season. Uh, what is a silver lining that you took from last year and you're carrying with you for this year's, for this year's season? Uh, I would say last year, something that kind of just for me that I try to be positive about is just kind of use it as an extra year for me to improve personally, kind of just clean things up details wise and kind of just constantly working on my craft. But I would also say just as a, as a leader, I mean, I've really growing up kind of in any leadership role I've been in, I would say last year was one of the toughest I've really ever been put in. I mean, mm -hmm. being a quarterback, you're obviously supposed to be one of the leaders of the team. So like, being able to tell guys, hey, like, I know, like, right now we don't really know what's going on or whatever, but still trying to ask them to be in Kent and kind of asking guys to do things when you don't even know if we're going to have a season to do things was kind of tough. And it was, it was kind of, it was a little bit of a back and forth for me, kind of knowing what to ask of my guys and what I like, 
not to expect them with, with everything going on outside of football. Right. I mean, obviously some things are bigger than football. So right. it was, it was definitely challenging. Like I said, just trying to keep everyone locked in and ready to go in case we were going to play. Yeah. In, ter- go ahead. in terms of things that you say you want to clean up, uh, you know, you've, you've been really good in your past two years as a starter, even in the shortened season. Uh, what are the thing, what is one of the things that you want to clean up uh, personally that could make you a better quarterback teammate leader aside from uh, last year's challenges? Yeah. Um, I would say, I would say last year, just a little bit of some downfield accuracy and timing things. We lost a little bit just because of, lack of reps in the off season and mm-hmm. being able to kind of work some timing and things out. So getting, getting back to kind of the efficiency we had in the year before that uh, would be nice. And then obviously any, there's always little details like any kind of pocket presence type things always kind of can grow in the offense and kind of grow that mentally and continue to kind of put more on my shoulders and on my plate to be able to help our offense to get out of bad plays or put us in better situations. So, I mean, always kind of just looking for, looking for small ways to get better and improve. You know, I read an article where it said you received intel that you were projected as a late-round draft pick and Mel Kuyper had you inside his top ten. Was it a tough decision to come back for senior year? Or, you know, was that going to happen regardless of what you were hearing from scouts and NFL teams? Um, I, I would say for me personally, unless it was where I was so high that it would be a no-brainer, I was definitely always leaning towards coming back. I mean, I've always kind of just I wanted to do some special things here at Kent. I mean, I was – I have, this was my only offer coming out of high school, and I've always kind of, I guess, had that little bit of a chip on my shoulder. So just kind of having a school that was, believed in me and gave me a chance, I've always felt like I've kind of owed a little bit to them, and it's always meant a lot to me to kind of bring them at championship and do some special things here for the football program. Yeah, and that kind of leads me to my next question. You know, you played high school an hour from Kent, but, you know, how did you end up there? Was it simply just because your only offer? Was your recruitment simple, or was there some other options that kind of piqued your interest, even as a walk-on? Yeah. Um, I mean, to be honest, my sophomore year, I kind of came out of nowhere a little bit. I mean, my high school is not exactly a powerhouse or anything, but we had a really good year and I put up some really good numbers. So I had a bunch of schools kind of start recruiting me, but I just kind of never got that first offer. So the, I guess the offers just never kind of came until my senior year. Finally, Kent pulled the trigger and I wanted to kind of just play at the highest level possible. So when I got that opportunity to play, D1, I, I took it and kind of didn't really hesitate on it. So, I mean, like I said, that was that was my only D1 offer. So I took it and went with it and just tried to make the most of it, really. Yeah, you know. Certainly uh, have. Yeah, for sure. You know, as a former two-star recruit, 30 touchdowns, 30, uh, yeah, 30 touchdowns, two touchdowns to four interceptions over the last two seasons. You know, where's your sense of ball security come from? Would you say it's in the offensive system or is it just, that's just your, you know, that's one of your strong suits is being protective with the football, keeping it out of harm's way. I mean, that's to me, that's that's just winning football. I mean, if you go, I mean, if you go look at any analyst, all the numbers, guys that love all that stuff, I mean, teams that win in turnover ratios and protect the ball are going to have winning records. I mean, if you go look at college football, you'll see that all over the place. And as a quarterback, having the ball in your hands most of the time, that should be, to me, that should be your number one priority. And I mean, that just comes down to focus and preparation. So, I mean, that's just something I put a lot of pride on and the way I play the game. And just, like I said, is a major priority for me because I know how important it is for winning the games. Yeah, most certainly. Uh, Rowdy, before I go ahead, you know, Aaron Rodgers is touchdown interception race. You've ever seen it. I don't know the numbers off the top of my head, but it's insane. You know, if, you know, no. make good decisions with the football, keep turnovers low. You'll make your way somewhere. I don't know if you'll make your way in the NFL, but it's certainly going to be high on their scouting report whenever they're taking a look at you. That's for sure. Thank you. Rowdy, go, go ahead. 
Yeah, uh, the Aaron Rodgers comparison, you know, it's it's really good. You know, is that a guy that you would look at, you know, for holding on to the ball? Like, is there anybody that you look up to in the league or uh, someone growing up that you paid attention to that, you know, you said you're a football junkie. You know, I, I assume that goes into the film room as well. So what are who are some quarterbacks that you have watched or, you know, learned about over the years? Uh, um, I mean, honestly, growing up, I watched literally everybody. I mean, to the old guys like Montana and Marino and all those guys to uh, kind of growing up, my, my favorite college guy growing up was Cole McCoy. So that was, I guess. Oh, was, okay. Yeah, yeah. Guy when I was a kid, I was a Texas fan, even being from Ohio. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I just try to implement little things into my game from everyone. I mean, and you can see little parts, like like you said, with Rodgers protecting the ball to Drew Brees' accuracy and consistency mm-hmm. to just his tenacity and some of that. I mean, if you can just try to pull little things from other guys, it's just kind of what I try to do. And I mean, even, even this year, I've kind of been studying some of the things Mac Jones did last year and the year before that. Burrow. So always, always trying to watch other guys that have had success and just pull whatever you can from their game. That's real smart. You know, you got to look at guys that have done it at a high level before you, so you can learn and, you know, get it from them. Uh, yeah. What are your, obviously uh, you got goals for, you know, NFL, it's it's ahead of the way, but the season is first priority, I imagine. So what are, what are your, your goals and team goals uh, that you guys have for the season? Uh, I mean, team goals kind of is something Coach Lewis laid out when he got here at Kenny. The winner wagon wheel, a rivalry trophy, win our division in the conference, and go to a New Year's Six Bowl. So, he's, I mean, that's kind of some of the things he preaches is just being one of the best group of five programs in the country. So, I mean, that's obviously always our team goal. And like mm-hmm. I like I mentioned, kind of for me, that's um, definitely first and foremost for me. I mean, yeah. To be honest with the quarterback, I mean, whenever you guys have team success, the personal accolades follow. I mean, you look at any of the successful teams, the guys that jump up in the draft and all that, it's always guys that their team have really successful seasons as well. I mean, look at BYU or Bama every year, obviously, Ohio State, all of them. So I I would say just just I guess, put together a successful season for me. Yeah, and you, know, you guys will have an opportunity to go to a New Year's Six Bowl. I don't know if you've seen the schedule. I'm sure you have. It's a very tough first four weeks. You know, you play at Texas A&M, Iowa, and Maryland. You know, are you nervous? Because these are NFL scouts will be watching. This is a big, you know, opportunity for you and your teammates and your entire team. Are you excited for those big games to play in these giant stadiums in front of a large crowd? Or are you a little bit nervous? Uh, I mean, I, I kind of look forward in, to those opportunities, to be honest with you. I mean, I think people try to knock – I guess us as a team and at times even me as a player for the competition we go up against and all of that. But I mean, at the end of the day, there's 11 defensive guys and 11 offensive guys, and there's only so many different ways you can line up and cover four is the same thing in high school football and D3 college football and and in the SEC. So if you can read a defense and execute and throw with good timing and location and consistency and be a leader that, I mean, that's just football. That's what it is. So I mean, there's not I, – I mean, obviously different speeds and sizes and all that, but at the end of the day, the details and the execution and that type of thing doesn't really change. So, I mean, I know I know what it's going to be. I've been in situations like that before, so I don't I don't get too worked up for them. Like I said, I honestly kind of look forward to them because it's just a proving ground. Yeah, you mentioned it You mentioned it earlier. You know, you, you only had one offer. I mean, I would imagine, you know, that kind of creates a underdog mentality and, you know, a chip on your shoulder like you also mentioned. And I would imagine that that goes into these four games, you know, block out the noise. You know, I'm going to go in here and I'm going to ball out. 
Yeah, yeah definitely. Speaking of, you know, um, you know, people knocking, he made a post out about you after the 2019 season. I was like, this guy is good. And people were like, well, who do they play? Nobody. A handful of people like that. And I was like, well, that really doesn't matter. If you can play good football, you're good. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, and I don't really like people who don't have appreciation for the game because no matter who you play for, who you play against, that is highly impressive what you're able to do. You know, so so yeah. I will always have your back. I'm sure I'll make a handful of posts <laughs> of you throughout. Absolutely, the brother. Yeah, we'll certainly be rooting for you throughout the season again in those big time games against those uh, perennial powerhouses. Um, you know, so you know, you guys scored twenty seven touchdowns in four games. Your top running backs are back. Some of your top receivers are back. McCoy, he's gone, but you know, who yeah. are some guys that have shined in spring practice that you're really looking to lean on this season to keep those numbers up? Yeah. Um, I mean, like you said, we got um basically all our running backs back, so we'll be very deep in that room. Um most of our receivers back. I'm, I'm kind of expecting a lot of big things from Jay Sean Poe. Kind of got his feet wet a little bit last year as a young guy, so he should he'll be back to have a good season. Honestly, just kind of looking forward to steps kind of taken by all those guys. I mean, I think I don't know if we'll have one guy who really kind of just takes over, but I think it'll be a little bit by committee. And I I honestly think we have a bunch of guys that can do it. So kind of excited to see who steps up and who kind of takes those those strides and. Uh, obviously, as a quarterback, kind of having pretty much all the big guys up front and back again would be really nice as well. Kind of have a little bit of a chemistry between that group and just kind of having another year with the same five would be really nice. Did the limitations of not having – I'm not sure. You know, it was different for every program, but I'm sure you guys had limitations in practice last year. Did that, did that affect chemistry to as a higher degree as I think it did, which is, you know, pretty astronomical? Yeah, I would say the biggest things for us that affected us is – just probably took us a game or two to really get in the game shape with how fast we go offensively and the things we like to do and how we like to kind of gas defenses up. So that, that hurt us a little bit. And then, like I kind of mentioned, there's some of our, like, deeper, longer passing game, which we really like to spread the field vertically, kind of hurt us a little bit because that's just how much we invest in the summer, just kind of what makes us as good as we are at it. Well, you guys scored 60-plus in week, in games two and three, so if it took you a minute to get up to speed, I can't wait to see what happens <laughs> with, a, yeah. full, with a full uh, off-season uh, routine. Um, you know, so, um, Rowdy, do you have anything else you'd like to add? Yeah, you know, I mean, you mentioned earlier that, you know, last year's struggles, you know, and you still – this team still averaged 50 points on the offensive side of the ball, you know, and yeah. it's it, it's crazy, you know, to average 50 points near uh, on the offensive side of the ball and for you to just come out and, you know, the, all the issues that last year, it's it's almost as if, you know, you're expecting a lot more, you know, bigger things for this year and uh, rightfully so. I mean, you've got the team for it. Yeah, I mean, I would – I mean, I guess the, the, the simplest way I could put it, in that Buffalo game, we lost, I believe it was 41-70. to Patterson had a field day. Sorry to remind you, but yes, that was the score. Offensively, we were pretty upset that we didn't win that game. We didn't, I mean, we didn't, we didn't really care that they scored 70 because we had opportunities to win that game offensively. Mm-hmm. It was on us. So, I mean, that's just kind of, that's just kind of how we are. That's our mindset in games, and we we felt like there was no reason we couldn't have put up 71. So, I mean, that's just kind of the way we approach things. And we always kind of have the mentality that the only people that can stop us is us. So that's just kind of the way we attack things and just kind of the mindset we try to have. Yeah. Buffalo Buffalo was your only loss last year and you, you get them again this year, uh, you know, just kind of back to the schedule. Is that a team that's marked on your schedule or are you just treating every opponent just, you know, another week, another game, it's everyone's the same. Uh, I mean, I would say they're definitely a team we respect a lot. I mean, they're a very good program. We've had some battles with them the past couple of years. 
Uh, obviously, the one comeback when we had two years ago than last year's game was obviously uh, a well, competitive game until Patterson did his thing and all that. But, mm-hmm. um, I mean, they're definitely a good program that we respect. Uh, I mean, I would say really the only game that we circle every year is school down the road for the wagon wheel. I mean, that's that's I mean, that game is truly everything to us. I mean, I know they they've they've said it's just another game, but it's not. And that's yeah. something to me means a lot to me. I'm two and two right now against them. So to be able to kind of leave with a winning record against them would be, would be huge for me. And I know my class. Oh yeah. It's always, always big. That's a big goal. You know, beat your, your uh, school rival every year. You know, we're we're wishing you the best success. You know, one thing, last thing I want to ask you, you know, the Mac, they like to play games during the week. Does you have got, you guys have back-to-back Wednesday night games. Are you a fan of those? Or is that kind of like just completely throw a wrench in the schedule? (laughs) Um, I mean, I would say I, I, I have some things I like and dislike about them. I mean, I've had some, some times where I remember I had a game my freshman year where we played at like eight thirty at night in Western Michigan and didn't pull back into Kent to the stadium till like 6 a.m. Then I had a class <laughs> at like 7.15. So that, that, was, that was a rough one. But at the same time, it's always cool to kind of see, to get to play on ESPN and kind of get that exposure and, Obviously, all the barstool guys love it and all that. So at times it's cool, but obviously there's some things that kind of stink about it. So you kind of it's a little give and take. As a yeah, fan, right. as a fan and a you know appreciator of football, hey, I'm not complaining for a Wednesday night game. That's more yeah. football for me to, that I get to watch, and you know yeah. some more Kent State that you know we'll get to watch. So those Wednesday night games are something we're we're going to be looking forward to this year. Yes, sir. Hey, before we wrap this up, I just like to fire off some couple of questions. Um, we'll start with who's your favorite athlete. Favorite athlete? Ooh. Um, football or just anybody? Any sport. Yeah. Ooh, man. Um, that's a tough one. Does it, does it matter if former or current? Nope. Nope. All time. Um, oof. I don't know. Like I said, Colt, Colt McCoy was my guy growing up, but I, I – I was always big Michael Jordan guy as well, so he's definitely up there. And then I'm a Cleveland guy always, and I played shortstop growing up baseball too. So I was a big Omar Vizquel kid when I was a little kid as well. Old yeah, old, old shortstop for the Indians. All right, next one: Browns or Bengals? Browns, Browns. Easy. Favorite type favorite type of music, and what's your favorite artist? Ooh, um, I'm I'm honestly a guy that listens to absolutely everything. I mean, I can listen to. Old country, new country, old rap, new rap, really absolutely anything. But I would say, especially just being summer right now, I'd have to say country. And I guess I'm going with country. I probably would have to say either probably new school Luke Combs or old school George Strait. Yeah, not a bad choice. Um, how about question. how about one real one quick one? Uh, how about before a game? What gets you hyped up? I actually kind of I used to be a big kind of like music and hype guy. I've kind of gotten away from it, so I kind of like to just stay absolutely focused, everything going in around. Okay. Kind of, I guess, a weird thing. I don't really listen to pregame music. I just kind of take everything. I feel you. I feel yeah. you. Next one, vacation destination when you're older. Uh, I've always said I would like to go to Greece, just see a lot of the, the old stuff, historical stuff. So always been kind of a history guy, so I think that'd be really cool. All right, that's it for me, Rowdy. Do you have any few any more you'd like to fire off real quick? Nah, man, that's it. Thank you for your time, dog. Really do appreciate it. Yes, yeah, sir, Dustin. We appreciate we appreciate you having you uh, you joining us today. Um, we're definitely gonna be rooting for you this season. 
Yep, thank you. Kicks a, yep, Kick State, Kent State kicks off the season at Texas A&M. We'll be yep. rooting for you and all season long. Everybody make sure to check him out. His links will be in the bio. And that's it, man. We appreciate having you on. Thank you. Take Absolutely, care. man. Good luck in the season. Yes, sir. Thank you.